Brachas Daf Lamed, and the learning should be in the month of Shvat La'el Nishmas Gittol Parabas Pitzal. Neshama should have an Aliyah from all the learning that we do over here. The uh, Daf will start with the last two words, last three words on Chavtas Amid Beis twenty nine. The Amr Abaye, uh, I'm assuming that's what Josh got up to yesterday. Amr Abaye, La'olam Lishtoif Adam, the Inish Nafshe Bahadi Tzibura. Says the Gemara on the top of Lamed Abadal of 30a. A person should always strive to put themselves together with the Tzibur, together with the congregation, as opposed to the, uh, an individual. What does that mean? Rashi explains in this context what we're talking about over here is that they should daven a tefillah ketzara. We've been discussing these various uh, abbreviated tefillahs, but they should do it in a lashon rabbim, in a plural speech, in an, where they are including themselves together with the congregation as opposed to lashon yachet. Hechi <coughs> how so? So they should say as follows. That Hashem should uh, bring us to peace. So instead of saying, that I shall be, have a peaceful travel, but rather that uh, we should have a peaceful travel. So, and a person, even if you're one person traveling alone on your nimbus, right? then uh, you should still, or if you're going by car, you should still uh, include yourself in the Rabbim. It says the Gemara, three lines down, Lama Daman Aleph, Amos Matzli. When is the appropriate time to say Tfilos Aderach on your journey? Do you say it when you leave your house in the morning? Do you say it when you're just starting off in your car? When the plane takes off, as the wheels, as you feel that engine, you feel that jet rush, and uh, you're ready to go. Amr of Yaakov, Amr of Chizda, Misha Shemahalach Bederech, at the time that you're Mahalach Bederech, that you're traveling. Ad Kama, so, and how long do you have to daven Tfil Saderech? So, in fact, what Chizda is saying is the halacha is, even though there are opinions that say, you should say it at the end of Shemayna Esrei of Shachrus on a day that you know you'll be traveling. There is a, that, that, that opinion like that. But because it's telling you the halacha is not like that, in fact, but rather at the time of the, your journey. I once, I don't remember if I read it somewhere or if I heard it on a shir that Rabiankov Kamenetsky, when he was in the Catskill Mountains, so he used to go from one summer camp to another, it was a distance of only a few miles but he would still say Tvilas Haderach because the mountain roads, uh, you know, the Catskill <laughs> roads, and they had some buffer driving him probably. Not so posh it, right? Uh, it's a, I say Tvilas Haderach every time I cross Sterling. Oh, oh, boy, okay. Well, especially, right? <laughs> especially, when, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a highway. Yeah, when Yaakov lived in Muncie, those roads, Lane Road, and old, uh, the four, they weren't, right, they, were, they weren't necessarily uh, what they are today. But in the Catskills, it was always dangerous. So it's, 
could be that it's not always going to, our halacha is not always going to depend on the next points in the Gemara. Ad kama, how long do you have on your journey to say Tfil Sadarach? At what point do we consider that your journey is over almost and you don't say it? Up till a parsa, as long as you're still in the first parsa, you shouldn't, uh, you, uh, you, you can, you can, uh, you should say it. Now Rashi brings down another pshat in this question of the Gemara from the Bahag, and Rashi says that how, what's the minimum journey that you say, uh, and less than a parsa is too, even if it's a frightful journey, but you wouldn't say tefillah sadarach. That's according to the second shot. That when you don't say it. He's saying you wouldn't say it less than, if the whole journey is not a parsa, you wouldn't say it. But that's the first shot is what? Is that la halacha? I mean, many times you don't even realize, oh, you know So we do try, we do try and say it the first out time you go outside the tchum yeah. within the first right, moment, but if you miss exactly it, right? If you miss it, if you miss it, is that la halacha? I'd like to say it is, but I think we still say it today, even if you're much further along in your in the journey. You remember, I, I didn't say tefillah sadarach. I thought there's an Indian to uh, say it also after a bracha rishona, right? So. That's often yeah, beyond plain. Well, but that's with all brachas. You're supposed to be saimach bracha la bracha. Yeah. So if you'll notice, sometimes maybe you'll be in a very, uh, you'll be in, in a position where you can mekayim all dinim and halachas kechumra. And if you've ever heard of Lakewood, New Jersey, if you've ever left Lakewood, New Jersey to get onto the Garden, Garden State Parkway and you go from exit 89, I think they switched it around a little bit, so if you continue straight, you end up right on the parkway. But if you stay on the inside lane, on the right lane, it goes into this little park and ride area, which lets you out. And I have been with people who have pulled into the park and ride, not to have to say it while they're driving, taken out a cookie, made a mazainus because it's shahako, it's a shiloh, whether that counts for this Indian, <laughs> made a mazainus. Wow. Made a, and made even maybe an alamechia, and then right away to feel sederich, and then got back on the highway wow. to say it. So, question. And it's twenty minutes to your commitment. Oh, I'm sorry. My question yeah. is on flight, <laughs> yeah. on flight. I usually wait until the drink and pretzel service. Yeah. To make a bracha rishona, and then ready on the drive to the airport. No, <laughs> it's a separate Allah and Hilchas Brachas. To be Saimach two Brachas. To put them next to each other. It's a separate cheer in itself, but I think people, as right at the end of the takeoff. Ah, and you just, what did you just say? You have to stand. How are you supposed to say to Yosadar? Rav Chizda says, when you're standing, Rav Sheshesh even if you're walking, you don't have to stop to, to say Tfil Sadarach. So you don't have to, according to Rav Sheshesh, uh, you don't have to pull off into a parking lot. You can keep saying it while you're traveling. Rav Chizda Rav Sheshesh, so they just argued whether you have to stand and stop or whether you can say Tfil Sadarach, the traveler, the the traveler's prayer while you're 
traveling. Guess what? They found that one day they were traveling together. Have a cause. They were going on the way. Come Rav Chizda, come Matzi. So Rav Chizda stands up and he says, Rav Sheshis couldn't see that well at that point. And Rav Sheshis said to his attendant, My Ka'avid Rav Chizda, uh, could you tell me? He, he sensed that Rav Chizda was up to something. He says, Could you tell me what Rav Chizda is doing, please? Amalei, Ka'ayu Matzli, he's davening, he's praying. Amalei, Stand me up as well. I will also stand up to Davin. So it's interesting because when it came to Kriya Shema, we were very particular. If you held like Beis Shama, if you held like Beis Hillel, whether you're allowed to stand or whether you're allowed to sit. And here, Rav Sheshus is explaining that what I just said, that you don't have to stand up. I wasn't saying that as an exclusion to doing the, what Rav Chiz is doing. If you can do better, do better and don't be called wicked. Uh, since I'm able to stand because I'm traveling with somebody else and that my traveling companion, Rav Chizda, is stopping and standing to Davin. So I have the option to do that as well. Therefore, I will, uh, I will do like the opinion of Rav Chizda. My Ika ben Havineinu letfila kitzara. We've had two different versions of abridged davening. And now the Gemara is questioning further based on the Mishnah, what is the difference between the two possibilities, the two uh, ways of fulfilling your obligation for tefillah when you're traveling or when you're in a circumstance where you can't say the whole thing. Says the Gemara, Havineinu ba'ilitzluye gimel kamaisa v'gimel basraisa. In fact, you still say the first three and the last three of Shemay Nas, right? So that would be You would still say those six with the Havinenu, which was previously mentioned in the, in, in, in the middle of that. And when you get home, you, have, you are considered as if you have filled your, fulfilled your obligation of tefillah already. And you, that, even though it's only seven brachas, really, but that's enough to satisfy the requirement for a tefillah for Shemayna Esrei. However, b'tefillah kitzara, says the Gemara, when you do the tefillah kitzara, you do not, in fact, add to it first three and last three brachos of Shemona Esrei. But there's a, even though it's shorter, because we're talking about an extenuating circumstance and somebody takes advantage of this halachic remedy, when you get home, in fact, you do need to repeat uh, the whole Shemona Esrei. <laughs> Rashi says, because <laughs> you didn't dive on Esrei. Tefillah Kitsara is not, it, it, it's a, it's a stopgap measure. It's a temporary uh, filling. It, it, it's not an equivalent to Shmona Esrei. Havineinu is an equivalent to Shmona Esrei. Ve'helchasa Havineinu ma'umid, Tefillah Kitsara bein ma'umid bein ma'halach. And the Gemara says, since Havineinu is actually a, an alternative to Shmona Esrei, you are required to stand while reciting it. And Tefillah uh, Kitsara, Bain Mu'umud Bain Mahalach. 
So the, yeah, you can either <coughs> stop and stand or you can keep going on your way. Tanurabonan. Hayeroichev alachamor. Sorry, Hayeroichev alachamor. So we're quoting back from the Mishnah on Daf Chaf Ches Amid Beis, right? Chaf Ches Amid Beis, we said in the Mishnah, right where the lines get wide, fourth ultra wide line down, we quoted Hayeroichev alachamor, Yerid v'yispalel, get off your horse and daven. Right? That's what we said in the Mishnah on Chavches Amid Beis. And if somebody can't get down, they should at least turn and focus and try and concentrate and aim their kavana towards the Kaidish Kadashim, the Holy of Holies. Abraisa taught us a similar to, uh, lesson to our Mishnah. A person is riding on the donkey, Vegiyaz Mantfila. And they reach the time of Shmonesra, of davening, it's daybreak. If you have an attendant or somebody with you that will hold your donkey from running away, get off your horse, be a spallow. And, and daven. But if not, and you're worried the whole time, you're not going to have real kavana because you're going to be worried that your horse is ta- taking off on you or somebody will steal it. You can remain seated on the horse and daven. Rebbe Aimer, that's the opinion of the Tanakama, of the Rabbanan. Rebbe Aimer, Benkach or Benkach, whether you have somebody or not. Rebbe seems to say that uh, at the end of the day, Rashi explains that what, why, if I have somebody to guard my horse, what am I worried about? Because ultimately, that's what Rashi says. The, the delay will be weighing on your mind so much that your whole Shemayna Esrei, you'll be uh, too nervous. So if somebody, uh, I mean, here, here we have plenty of uh, parking here, right? Courtesy of uh, the Hollywood Stiebel. But um, there's, uh, if you, you go to New York City and sometimes you don't have a spot, so people maybe will double park and run into Dab Mincha. If, if, if you're whole Shemayna Esrei, you're worried the whole time that you're going to get a ticket so that would maybe be an equivalent to this, uh, to, to what Rebbe's saying, that it doesn't help to daven in a state where you're not able to have kavana. And other people say, look, Hashem wants me to daven, right? So he's going to make sure I don't get a ticket. Yeah, that he should ask his rabbi before, <laughs> before he adopts such an approach. But if you're, if you're the type who anyway double parks when you run into the bagel store every morning, yeah, anyway double park, and you're not worried about a ticket when you go wait online in the bagel, so then, that's, so then obviously you're capable of having kavana even when your car is blocking the road. I'm a rabbi, Terib Shur ben Levi, halacha kerebi. In fact, the Gemara says halacha is like rabbi. Think twice before davening Shmona Esrei in a way where you will not be able to have kavana because you're worried that this delay is ruining your whole trip. And even if you know nobody's going to steal your horse, but it bothers you that you have to get off the horse. Tan Rabbanan. Suma, a blind person, who mishaini yacha lachavanas of yuchais. Or if you can't, you don't have a compass, you can't calculate the directions, which way you should be davening. You should have kavana to daven towards Hashem in Shemayim. In the heavens. 
that's ultimately your yaitzir tefillas, whichever direction, as long as you had kavana towards Hashem. Which for us that would be Mizrach, right? Daven towards the land of Eretz Yisrael. Somebody who's already in Eretz Yisrael, lucky, how lucky they are. They should focus to turn their hearts towards Yushalayim. Towards this cho- the chosen city. doesn't say, right? It's a Pasuk in Malachim. So you should daven towards Yushalayim, even if you're already in Eretz Mikdash. So then you turn towards the base of Mikdash. Towards the house of Hashem. And that Pasuk in Malachim as well, it's all from uh, Malachim Aleph. And the person should daven towards this place, referring to, uh, 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 over there it's talking about davening for rain, and, and, but it's talking about towards the Kaddish Kedashim. Hayya'ayim at the base Kaddish Kedashim, somebody standing, mama's face in the base of the Kaddish Kedashim. Chav Nasliba Kanegat Beis HaKapayras. If you had uh, some Gemaras, will have a map, or the new Gemaras of Masechus Talmud will have a beautiful map, but we don't need a map because we could look at Rashi, and Rashi says, where's Beis HaKapayres? It's in the, the 11 Amos of the Azara, of the place where Yisraelim were allowed to go, so if you're standing in those 11 Amos, uh, on your western side, is, uh, then you'll turn to the words the east, Towards your east, which will be the base of Kapiris. You should imagine yourself as if you're in front of it. Turn to the west. So if you're in those, right in the base of Mikdash, lucky for you, you're Yisrael standing in the parts of the base of Mikdash where Yisrael is allowed to be in those 11 Amos of the Azara. You turn your, depending on which way could be the place is packed and you can barely turn your body. Who said you have so much room? But uh, either turn your uh, towards the base of Kapiris. It'll either be on your right or your left. Mm-hmm. Well, like here, like this stuff you have me share. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. B'darim marks upon the tzavim, b'darim marks upon the darim. Nimsu kol Yisrael mechavanim es libam b'makam echad. As we find that at the time of davening Shemona Esrei, every single Jew in the whole world, no matter where he is, is facing the same direction. That's an amazing thing. What is the? How do we understand the pasuk in Shira Shirim? Kemigdal David Tzavarech Boni LeTalpiyos that your backs should be turned towards Talpiyos. Tell the hill Shekol Piyos Pinyin by that all mouths are turned to that everybody is uh, looking at. So neck. Neck. What did I say? Back. Right. Okay. Neck. Um, a taka comes out like an amazing thing. At the time, I mean, we're in, we live, it's funny because we live in different time zones, so you don't have it really. But you have ultimately anybody who watches a Jew anywhere, goes into any shul anywhere in the world, if it's done kahalacha, is going to be able to figure out that every single shul in the entire world is pointing towards Yushalayim. 
it doesn't mean always the same direction, but it means the direction of Yerushalayim. Um, assuming they built it with uh, a way to... Otherwise, you lose the beauty of this Pasek. You lose the beauty of this Pasek. Ideally, you should be facing... It's a drop towards the Kaj Kedash. They're slightly... Right, right. Isn't there a Machlokas, whether it's the Rum Line or the Great Circle? Good. <laughs> so, good. So, whatever shita we're going to have. Avoid the Shmuel of Levi. The fathers of Shmuel and Levi, before they traveled, they, uh, they davened, before they left. So, even if it was very early in the morning, even if it was still dark out, they would daven before they left. And uh, Rashi's Kaidim Hayyim, we're talking well before daybreak. Well before daybreak. So uh, they would daven first, and then on their journey, when it came the time for Shema, they would daven. Which, who are they doing in accordance with? If somebody wants to travel on the way and it's not yet day, it's still too early. Bring, bring him a shaifer and he'll blow. It's very interesting. Lulav Munaneya, he'll bring him a lulav if it's sukkas, he'll shake. Megillah Vakairaba. Uh Megillah and Halain, Ukshigi is my Kriishma Kaira. He's traveling on Shana. Um first of all, maybe it means during El, but that's the Pashtas right. I wouldn't, wouldn't be talking about that. But it it could be at the Dabin for the Ahmad, he was a great chazan and he got uh he got a steller for Shachris. Yeah, but what's he do? Where's he going? Where's he going? Where's he going? Yeah, that he has to blow Shaifa now. That, I, 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 scrapped, I scrapped that answer. No? So why is he blowing now? He's going to blow in Shul later. Maybe he had to go to... Maybe he was a doctor. Maybe he was a surgeon. He was going to... Maybe he was a doctor. He knew he would be busy the whole day. Some reason why he wouldn't be able... To blow Shaifer, you know, uh, maybe he was a mile and he had to walk 12 hours and knew he would get there right before Shkia. I don't know, who knows? But it's interesting is Mavian light, also like uh, you bring him a Shaifer. Talk about a case where a person bring, gets their own, gets their own Shaifer. Take him, say, say, say it straight up, say it like it is. Hishkim, lots of the death. No, no, so I would say that Shad is that you're doing nothing wrong, right? Exactly. Meaning, if somebody wants, if something's very bishas at chak and they want to do their own thing, they want to daven at four o'clock in the morning and it wouldn't be okay, so it's a free country. <laughs> Nobody's going to stop you. There's no, there's no, uh, nobody can stop you. But we're even telling you, Mavian light, that you're, it's not considered like you're being a sayaya, like you're assisting somebody who's doing the wrong thing. You don't like that. No, no one doesn't like that. It could be it's just the lush. He's the only one who knew how to blow and he had to travel, so they needed him. I don't know. Oh, you're saying he was going to leave? What, what, <coughs> you oh, no, no, you're saying a good vibe. I like how I like your shot. Maybe the place where he is now, he's the only one who can do this mitzvah for them, and he's leaving to the next town. He's, I'm, not staying with ta- ten, I'm not staying with Ten Amaratsum over here. Uh, oh, the Lulav. <laughs> okay. Okay, If he's traveling in a wagon or a ship, And when it comes time, Shema, he should say Shema in the proper time. 
Shimon Laza argued on the Tanakama and said he should say the Tefillah together with his Shemayin Esrei, his, his Shema together with his Shemayin Esrei in the beginning. But my Kamiflagi, so you have, what, what's the Machlekes here? Masav, it's Tefillah Mu'umad Adif, the Umar Sabah, Tefillah Adif. The Tanakama says it's better that you dive in the wrong time, but you dive in, uh, and you dive in separately, Shemayin Esrei first, and then you'll repeat Shema later, but at least you'll say it's standing up. And the second opinion, the Mishra, Shimon Lazar says, ultimately you need to be attaching Saimach Gu'ula, Tefillah, Birchus Kriyashma, to Shemayin Esrei, correct? Mereimer Mazutra have Makanfi Be'asar Beshapta de Ragla, Umatzlu. So now this is very interesting, because we're not talking about like, I mean, I guess it is extenuating circumstances. But uh, they, they used to have always before... Uh, before the Shalshul Galim, right? They would have these big, uh, they would have like uh, big drushes in Shul, and the place would be packed. Everybody would come. Uh, and they would, people would break off into little groups to go daven during the Shir. Uh, so the Shabda Diraglo, Matzlu, they would daven, Bahadur Nafka Lapirka, and then go to the Shir. Ravashi, Matzli, Bahadit Sibura, Biyachet, Meyushif. Kihava, Silabesi, Hadar, Matzli, Mu'omid. Ravashi, who was the Rosh Hashiva who would give the Shir, uh, he wouldn't daven too early because he would, let's say, start the Shir at 6 o'clock in the morning when it was very early and he couldn't daven at home beforehand. Um, so what would he do? He would say a Shir, basically, he would give part of the Shir. Then he had an interpreter, Maturgaman, repeat the Shir to everybody else. And during that time, he would quickly daven. And sitting down in his seat, you would think like he's like sitting on an airplane here where he's embarrassed or he's afraid of making people, you know, making a scene. So he's davening Shmuel Nesri. No, he's in the Bismetrish, he's in the middle of giving a share, and he would daven Shmuel Nesri sitting down. And when he would go home, he would repeat it standing up. Why don't you do like Mareimer Mazutra, who he said before would daven first, right? Standing. I'm a little trickly milsa. It would be too hard. He says, I don't have to, I don't have to do, um, uh, I, I don't have to daven first at home and daven, uh, and to be because there were people older than me who, uh, who didn't do that chumrah like and therefore I'm not going to adapt it. I think that's the lesson here, right? That sometimes you have a, w- a way of doing uh, more of a muhudah approach, but this is, I didn't see the older people doing like this, so I'm not going to change it, right? A lot of times we don't understand what uh, certain minhagim, but uh, that is the practice that we follow. Rabbi Lazar says the Mishnah, almost at the bottom of Laman Ahmed Aleph, Musaf is something which is only recited together with the Chabura, the group with a minion, the quorum. Regardless. So this is very... Uh, this is a, uh, it seems like they're saying almost the same thing. It says anytime there is a Chabura in this city, a Yachad is Pater. So the Chacham said, uh, the, the first opinion was that you ain't foolish Musaf and Ela B'chabar here. There's no Musaf if there's no, when you're in the congregation. 
And the third opinion is that a yachid is exempt, but an individual is exempt from Musaf if he's not together with the congregation. So they almost, they sound like they're saying the same thing. Says the Gemara, view the Hainatana Kama. It's the same opinion. Says the Gemara, Here's going to be the difference. If there is no, uh, if there is no um, ten people in the city, that's the case where there's going to be a difference. So if there's a, an individual in his house who's going to say Musaf, and there is a minion in the city, he's just not part of that minion, is a separate case than if there's no minion at all. In the case where there's no minion at all, Tanakama suffer Pater, Tanakama says Musaf can never be, you need a minion, it can never be recited as an individual. Rabbi Yudah Sava, Chayev. And Rabbi Yudah says, no. Yeah, when there's a, a Yachid is Chayev to be with, but even when there's no minion. In fact, that is the halach. They heard from Shmuel that Shmuel said, I never daven Musif as a Yechidus, as an individual. In uh, the city of Narada, and the city of Narada had a, had a, obviously had a minion, right? They had a big yeshiva there. Except there was one day, there was a, the whole army arrived that day. You didn't want to be out in the streets. And that day, the, nobody, went to, nobody went to shul. I guess they were afraid of the army. They were afraid of having to quarter the troops, right? They didn't want, or whatever would happen when the army came to town. And I davened biyachid, and there was no minion in that city. So we see when there is no quorum, when there is no tzibur in the city, you still daven musaf as an individual. But if there were to be a minion in shul, a minion somewhere else, then you would not daven musaf at home. You wouldn't daven musaf at home, I believe, because you were yaitza with the shliach tzibar. The chazan was able to be mitzi the whole town with musaf. That's how Rashi explains it earlier. Um, the last three words on the bottom Rashi of Lamed Amadalaf, shliach tzibar paitrei. That when you have a town where there's ten people davening the shliach tzibur, the chazan exempts you from your musaf. Even if he's not there. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. He's somewhere else. There. Yeah, that's that's you wouldn't daven. But if there's no chazan, then you, you got to daven. Okay, back to the Gemara. Lamed Amid Beis, three lines down. Yosef thirty B. Yosef Rav Chanina Kra Kamei Rav Yana Yosef Halacha. He told him that Allah is like this opinion of Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah from our Mishnah. He says, It's not true. Go look in your books. The Allah is not like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yechanan said, Well, I'll tell you what I saw. Ani Reisi, as Rabbi Yanai, did Sali Vahadar Sali. I once observed Rabbi Yanai on Shabbos or Yom Tif, daven Shmoyna Esrei, and then say Shmoyna Esrei again. And there was certainly a minion in town, and he was davening Musaf in Yechidus as an individual. He was not uh, reliant on the Chazan. Now, 
you know, your, your, your testimony has to be a proof to what you're trying to say. Yeah. Just because you saw somebody daven two shmoyne esres, v'dum me'ikar lo'ikivin daitit, b'sayv kivin daitit. Maybe he felt he didn't have the right kavana to begin with, and uh, now he was having better kavana. Amalei chazimang gavar rabba rabba to come asid alei. He said, uh, you're, uh, you're, saying, you're saying good. You're saying good, but the, a person with testifying over here that, uh, that, that he said, good, he's saying good testimony over here. Rashi says, he's, he's certain that it was because of Musaf. I'm not sure exactly what the Gemara's proof is. He's just saying that he's saying good Adis, that it was Musaf. The, the, the Gemara doesn't seem to have a better proof that it was Musaf. But maybe he knew, maybe you could tell if you watch somebody die. You see, Shabbos, you can't, Rishchidosh, let's say you could tell if it's Musaf or weekday davening because you slach lanu. If you watch the person, you, or if you'll see the time. But Shabbos, what? Tefillin, right, if he's not wearing Tefillin. But uh, I don't know, did they, they took off Tefillin for Musaf during the week then? Oh, they were filling all day. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, how could you tell on Shabbos uh, that to say that it was good testimony? Um, I don't know. Hmm. Not sure. The way they're translating, which I don't know where they get it from, he's basically saying that Rabbi would not testify. Right. Without, he wouldn't say that without knowing yeah, right, for Yeah, but how did he know? Right, that's what I'm asking. Right, The Gemara is saying, Chazi man got rabbi, he's a great person, the Gemara that gave testimony. But what's the proof in the end? I hear what you're saying. You're saying is whatever reasoning, Rabbi was able to tell that his Musaf was not a repetition of Hashem Nasrei. But we know that he didn't just make it up. It wasn't like one of these stories, like we mentioned here, like Rabbi Moshe, where you know, somebody saw that he took a different carton of milk and they said, oh, the first one's not kosher. In fact, it was empty. You know, like it wasn't. Ravami and Ravasi had 13 Batiknesias in Tveria. They have a Matsu Alabania Of all 13 shuls, we have more, we have 24 shuls in Hollywood. But of all the, of all the shuls in Tveria, he only went to the place. To daven, where he would also study, where he would also learn. Itmar, Rav Yitzchok bar Avdimi Mishum Rabbeinu Amar Alacha Kreb Yehuda. Was that without a minion? Was that the point? No, um, it's a new. I think it's it's connected. But it's really a new thing. Um, that that he's he only davened in a place where he learned. Uh, you know, which was without a minion. Yes, but it, who said it was without a minion? Tyson says without a minion. I hear Shkayach. Um, where do you have that? Where's Tosis? I'm looking for that Tosis. That's the, now you go No, it's got to be on the page. No, yeah, no, the top Tosis has a different gear sir. One second, hold on. One second. Rabbi, I forgot that the ladies were going to have much Elabania. Who they have? Have a Garcia. That's what it says in the footnote. Have a The top Tosis on the right hand side. Ain Allah Kreb Yehuda. Shalom Shum Reb Lazim Zayi. Going back on before. Allah Rakarabon and Mechem Pasu Rebbeinu Chananol. The Lachim Maisa. Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Ami, yeah, but he has a different gear with the Gebach. One second, in the place where we learn and Here's the problem that the, the Bach 
I hear, that's a good kasha, because you want to say, what's the chiddush otherwise? Otherwise, what's the chiddush? Itmar Rav Yitzchak Bar Avdimi Mishum Rabbeinu. Amar Allah Rav Yehuda Shem Shum Rav Lazar Nazari. Rav Chia Bar Abba, that Allah is in fact like him. Rav Chia Bar Abba, Tzali Bahadur Tzali. Rav Chia Bar Abba, davened and then davened again. So he got busted. You daven two Shmoyin Esos in a town where everybody's a rabbi, and somebody's going to notice. I'm there, Zayir, my time of in Marachi. Are you trying to teach us a halacha over here? Elaim Mishum Deloy Kivin Mardaite. He right away said, if the reason why you said another Shmoyin Esos is because you didn't have enough kavana in the first one, Ram Rabbi Lazalaylam Yimoyd Yimoyd Adamus Atzmoyim Yochel Lachamnes Libulis Bavim Lab Al Yispal. Doesn't make sense because you shouldn't have daven to begin with. If you didn't think you were able to have kavana, you wouldn't have started to begin with, right? This is why people daven beichidus in those towns. <laughs> That's the real reason why he went. To, he didn't go to the other thirteen shuls. <laughs> Need everybody telling him why he should or shouldn't daven. Ella delay itkar madrish yarcha. You forgot yalaviyava. You forgot rish chaydesh v'hatanya toya v'loy hisker shel rish chaydesh. If you forgot to say the extra insertion for the in the Shemana Esrei for Shchaydesh, <coughs> so there's a okay. There's two gears over here, but we'll see for the moment. But um, Arva said in the Ma'ariv, "Ein Machziru Noisai." Do not repeat because you could say you're going to re- say the real Rosh Chodesh in Shachos. B'Shachos ain't Magzir Noisar Pnei Musafin. In Shachos, if you forget it, don't worry about it. Just keep going because you're going to say Musaf. You're going to mention the Rosh Chodesh offering. Musafin ain't Magzir Noisar Pnei Sheyachalayim Rabba Mincha. And even Musaf, you still have an extra. Uh, you still have a, a, a Mincha to mention Rosh Chodesh. We learned, in fact, that in a tzibur, with dafka in a tzibur, we said you don't go back. We so uh, by Musaf or by Shachras or by Meiriv because well Meiriv is some reason, but Shachras or Musaf because you're going to be able to fulfill your obligation of hearing it from the Chazan. Um, and the Bahag explains a second shot in the whole Gemara that here we're talking about does the cha, if the Chazan made a mistake, does the Chazan repeat it? Because of Tercha de Tzibura, we don't want to take too long, especially if in case somebody's car is double parked. How long, let's say you're repeating your Shemayin Esrei, you forgot something, you're repeating your Shemayin Esrei, how long do you have to give a gap between the two Shemayin Esreis? Uh, enough time for your brains to, to reset. yeah, reset is a good word. Um, to, uh, you have to prepare your, your tefillah. You have to be prepared to make your request from Hashem. So you need a few seconds or a minute to prepare your request. The Chadam, the second Mandiyama says, what does that mean? Uh, it's really almost the same thing, I guess, to have more clarity. 
He brings it from a pasuk. He brings it from a pasuk in Shemais by Chal Moshe, right? Says the Gemara by Meiriv, and this is the halacha, right? We don't repeat Shmoneser if you forgot because Kiddush HaChodesh, the main obligation, the main mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh was by day. That's by a two-day Rosh Chodesh. But if it's only a one-day Rosh Chodesh, then you should say Yalav Yava again, even by Meirev. You should say Shemayin Esrei again. So he said to him, no, I disagree with that. Uh, I disagree with that, but rather, whether it's a one-day Rosh Chodesh, a two-day Rosh Chodesh, doesn't make a difference. There is no Kiddush HaChodesh. By night, you will not repeat That is the conclusion of the fourth parak of Brachas. And right away, we start the fifth parak. Mazel tov, right? Person shouldn't uh, daven. They shouldn't start davening unless they have covid uh, rush, uh, sincerity, hachna, uh, humility, a bowed head. The chasidim rishayim. They would start preparing for davening one hour before even if a king would be would would, uh, would ask them uh, would greet them they wouldn't respond not like we learned about a regular person in the beginning of the masechta and even if there was a snake on their uh, legs Layafsik would not be able to stop them from start from davening. That was by Birchas Krishma. That's it. Okay, so this is Tfila, this is Shwanasri. Very good. Shkayah. Minani Mili. Amr Abalazar, she's saying it's nothing to do with the fact that this is a extra midus chasidus. It's just a different uh tfila. Because we had we mentioned in that Mishnah also Baina Prak um we, we but it's all relevant to Shema. It was all in Kriya Shema. And right. here this is to do with Shema Nesri. I would have thought Kriya Shema would be more Chama. It's the Raisa. It's the Raisa. And, yeah, and it's also Kabbalah's Machal Shema. You're in front of Hashem. So it's Machavan Libay Lashemayim. Minahani Mili. Amra Blaza Damakra. So, uh, you know, right away, you, you want people to get up an hour before the evening? Where, where, where does that come from? No, okay, so, but covered rice. Where should a person know that covered rice? Where should a, wait a minute, we're here an hour before the evening. That's exactly what we're, uh, what we're doing. That. Yeah, we didn't say how they prepare. Minahani Mili. Right, right. You're going to kill it the whole hour. Minahani Mili. Where do we see this? This is a pasuk in Shmuel that over he maras nafesh nafesh vatespalel 
Al Hashem That's the pasuk by <coughs> by Chana when she davened. So we saw Maras Nafesh is a is a expression of Hachna of humility. That's not a requirement. That's somebody's life story. That was Chana. Chana had a different situation than everybody else. I come to your house. You bow down to Hashem with fear, with with uh, Again, don't compare my Monday morning Shmonesrei to David Amelach's tefillah. He had different circumstances in his life. He was mitzar nafshi. He had a lot of uh, he, he had a lot of suffering. He was somebody who uh, davened very a lot. Elam Rabbi Shuban Levi Mehacha Shtach Hashem Behadras Kodesh Al Tikri Behadras Ella Becharadas Daven to Hashem with uh, reverence and uh, holiness. Rather read it b'charadus, like trembling. Maybe uh, it should be like uh, without trembling. Jacket and hat. What jacket and hat? Right. Or that a person should prepare themselves. A person should. Uh, Rashi's like Rabbi Yehuda, Metzayin Nafshei Mekashet Atzbukadav. He would get dressed up. He would look. Uh, he would look good for davening. He would get dressed up for davening, right? Ela Amar, Ela Amar of Nachum Bayitzok Meyacha. If do as Hashem beYira of Gilu Berada, you should serve Hashem with fear and rejoice. Gilu is like a, also a lashon of davening. Berada with uh, trembling. My vigilu berada. I'm rabada by master. I'm rabba. I'm makin gila. Sham tehei rada in your tefillah at the time of your tefillah in the place where you're davening. You should have uh, fear. Abaya have a yosef kamei rabba. Chazi dava kabadach tuva. In fact, Abaya noticed in rabba that rabba was doing the opposite. Rabba seemed to be very, uh, uh, very happy. He seemed jolly. And Rashi's it appeared to Abayah like he was being parakal. He was throwing off the yoke of heaven. Abayah said to him, "This is a tough crowd. This is a tough guy." He said to him, "Right? But apparently Abayah didn't think so. Uh, Abayah maybe was from the original Yakis. You never know. This is uh, what's this uh, precursor? What's this business of being so jolly? I'm like, I'm not feeling. Uh, I'm not feeling menachna. That's a good timing. I'm not feeling menachna. I'm wearing tefillin. So what was his response? It says Rashi to him, Edus, my tefillin are my witnesses, that I am not being pyrrhic all, that I'm not running away from God, I'm not rebelling against Hashem in any way. Oh, that's not the reason, though, of his. Right, he's not saying that's what Rashi says. Rashi says, Vehem Edus Shalas Kaini Mashasi Alai, that the kingdom of my creator is uh, is weighing upon me. Um, so I think he's answering Abai, whatever you're observing in my behavior, that I'm more frivolous, I appear to be more frivolous, but I'm wearing tefillin. Yeah, my tefillin are my witnesses that I'm not. Shirking my uh, my my uh, allegiance to God. I hear what you're saying. Like, if anything is making his case worse, 
<laughs> you're wearing tefillin. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? That's that's not. He's not making his case you better. Just somebody with something At the same, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, if if you see, right? If you see that uh, I'm wearing tefillin, you could. Uh, it's, brought, it's brought down somewhere that the, the angels are jealous of man when we put on our tefillin. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I thought that's what he was rejoicing in. That he had this mitzvah that even the... Oh, so, but he's not right. I hear that answer, but he's not, he's not, he's not Rashi says he's not saying that. Don't worry, he's not going to be the last person laughing. He saw Reb was also very uh, jolly. So he quoted a and that it's better to be more serious, more sad almost. I'm laying on tefillin menachna. I'm wearing tefillin. My bereid Ravina, Avid Halula lebrei. My bereid Ravina, the son of Ravina, made a wedding, made a party for his son. Chazin Rabbanon dehavu kabad chituva. This is a very, very famous story. And he saw that the Rabbanon were having a great time at his uh, at Ravina's wedding at the at the party. Now the truth is. That's a, that's a great tzachos, to be able to give joy to people and create a, a, a simcha for Rabbanim. And that's like a kosher simcha, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a happy occasion. But he was, he was too nervous about this. He, this. This didn't look right. So what did he do? I see kasa de mukra. He brought an expensive white glass, uh, expensive crystal white glass uh, to the party, Bas Arba Mea Zuzi, it was worth 400 Zuz, Vitava Kamayu, and he smashed it in front of them, and they were sad. So he saw that any time that, yeah, and the top Toysis of Mamarao says, Mikan Nagu, this is the source of the Minag l'shaber zechuchas benesuin to break a glass oh, yeah. at the wedding it. to create a yeah. element of sadness and yeah. Your glasses were the of your like phone, so if somebody would come and smash your phone, people would be sad. Right, if somebody <laughs> dropped the phone, then everybody. <laughs> Here, everybody, 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 everybody,